What up, nerds? Scott and TJ here for the Racing Nerds Podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than Tortuga. How you doing there, Scott? Great. Uh, having a good week? A uh, very interesting week, that's for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, first question first is, this is something I have to know personally, have you watched the trailer? No. Ah, good man. Still no. Uh, the Star Wars podcast I listen to pretty regularly just did an entire episode on the trailer. Uh, Hour long, just talking about what's in the trailer. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're, uh... Hey, you're going to go nuts. I think I am. I'm excited. I'm excited because some of it I'd be like, oh, that would have been neat to see in the episode. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool, but that's all right. Okay, so uh, second thing second. Um, what? So today we're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode three. So we're halfway through. This was the uh, mid-season premiere. Is yeah. that what they do? I Is think. that what it's called? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. So this this next episode is the second half season premiere. <laughs> yes. Of which there are only three seasons in the second half. So we have the premiere, the penultimate, and the finale. <laughs> yep. So so everything has a name and label now. Not like a, a, the Mentalist that has like 20-something episodes a season. Like Clone Wars. Like or Clone like Wars. Gargoyles, which has like 50 episodes. Yes. Yeah, the really so. old cartoons, they would do shorter episodes, right? They're only like 15 minutes long. They're about 20. Are they about 20 Yeah, they're still? about 20. So half-hour episodes, and they'd still do two of them. Did they do them back-to-back and release them as like two episodes per day of release, uh, I maybe? Think so. Because the 20-something episodes is usually standard for a season. Yeah. So. For it them must have been back-to-back. Back. Yeah. Maybe they scheduled them for an hour-long slot, and they just did two different episodes each time. Yeah. That makes sense. I know, right. growing up, they did, well, like, episodes. You got a new episode on Saturday. Right. And then during the week, it showed the previous five episodes Oh. to gear you up. So, Ooh. so they got a slot during the week, too. Oh, wonderful. And it would show one, two, three, four, five, and then the new episode, and then it would do the same thing the next week. Oh, wow. So, That's kind of cool. Yeah. I guess we can do that now with our streaming shows. Yeah. Since they're yes, we all can. Here. All right. <laughs> so uh, we do have to apologize to everybody for last week. We missed an entire scene. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> um, we missed the airport scene with the Flag Smashers, and they were escaping, and we see one of the dudes offer to sacrifice himself to, so, so that the rest could get away. Yes. And this is where we learned that they are not tactically smart. No, because of all the things to do to slow him down, that was the worst. Yeah. Well, I mean, it worked, kind of. Sort of. their cars. You know what else would have stopped their cars? Throwing that at them. Yeah, throw, throwing the telephone pole yeah. at them. Yeah, that, that'd probably work. That also would have stopped them. Yeah, that would have done a really good job. Or, As it was, he just he tipped over the telephone pole and just ran at them. Yeah. They just shot him. Just kind of like tip it over, hey, and then no. get shot. Now, unless... The rapid healing is like insane, and he like totally heals up and comes back nah, later on. I mean, that was pretty lame. Yeah, <laughs> unless he could have even that. like you oh, know you tackled the one, hit the one car, and knocked it into another car. He could have yeah, done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you mentioned that before, I think. I think it's I might have because like that would have been way cooler. It's so obvious. Like or hide, make it hard for him. You know, it's just. Just yeah. standing there and throw running something. straight like, at him. I'd have thrown something. Like at the first car, <laughs> you throw something. You have super strength. Yeah, throw something at them that's yeah. gonna damage and stop the car. And then 
I, I personally would think they would actually be somewhat bulletproof. Because as I think about what they're doing, like if, if your muscles and your bones and everything are super strong, your skin has to be strong too in order to handle the heavy objects that you're doing. Otherwise, you're going to end up with like blood blisters every time you take something, something huge and heavy. That's true. Because of the pressure and, and, the, and everything pushed on it. Yeah. Now, obviously, bullets are designed to be able to get through stuff, but I would think they'd be somewhat invulnerable because think, of the increased but, strength. Uh, but yeah. Captain America wasn't invulnerable. No, and he got uh, shot all the time. Yes, he did. He got shot uh, by Falcon, or sorry, by Winter Soldier. Yes. I was thinking Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I uh-huh. <laughs> by, by Bucky, he got shot multiple times on the helicarrier. Yes. Um, and then he also, he took a bullet in the very first minutes after he was created. Uh, the guy was shooting at him, he had the door, but the door, you know, it was the door it's of a, a taxi. Door. It's not bulletproof. Yeah. Although I did like the imagery in that movie uh-huh. with the star on the side. <laughs> that was great. Clever. <laughs> Very clever. Admit, that was well done. <laughs> All right, so we missed that part, but obviously nothing huge happened there. They got away, but... We, they can be killed. They can be killed. You see Carly... They care of, about each other. Yeah, she she mourns the loss. They're not just these cold-hearted like kill people. Yeah, not yet. Anyway. At this point, <laughs> at this point in the show, and I are... think I know what the turning point was. I think I know. Yeah? I can see it in this episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So first things uh, first for the episode three, we have a commercial for the GRC, the Global yes. Repatriation Council. Yes. Uh, wow, that just seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. Because it seems like the world really came together during the blip. Like, people had to they share had resources to and survive. figure things out. And then everybody came back, and they're just like, oh, we'll just go back to the way it was. It's like, mm, I, I see where the Flag Smashers are coming from. Like, we've talked oh, about this yeah. before. It actually makes sense. Yeah. No, we yeah. do need to come together as a world. We, we can't it be these separate better. nations anymore. Yeah. Uh, people cared about each other. People were not concerned only with wealth. There were a few criminal organizations, but Hawkeye was taking care yeah. of things. Or, sorry, Ronin. <laughs> Copycat. <laughs> Copycat, what? Yeah, yeah, he copied a homicidal maniac's name. What? Ronin. What? From Guardians of the Galaxy, Ronin. Oh, this is Ronin, not Ronan. Ah, uh, potatoes. <laughs> you say tomato, I say ketchup. Exactly. So, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, Ronin is uh, is like a, I believe it's some sort of a samurai term. This is not something that yes, we are supposed is. to talk about. So I do not have the research in front of me. But Ronin is a samurai without a master. Correct. And that's the superhero Hawkeye becomes when he's without totally... anything. Yeah, he's just grief-stricken and has no purpose to exist. Other than kill. Other than to take out the people who didn't get taken out by Thanos. Yep. Well, he's doing some good work. That's why the Avengers never stopped him. That is true. I mean, Although they were looking for him. They, uh, War Machine was. Yeah, he was on the radar because what he was he was just massacring people. But he was massacring bad guys. Yeah. So it, it's not the way they should Very do it, but it's guys. the way he's doing it. But it's That's like, you know, he's kind of helping to keep tyranny down. So, yeah, they're just like, you know, it, it's not... It's only hurting bad guys, so let's just not worry about it. We got other stuff we're gonna worry about. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> everyone came back. <laughs> Everybody came back, and the GRC is meant to try to put things back together. 
Yes. Um, but they do mention that things have changed. Like, countries' borders have changed. Um, yes. They specifically mention that. And, uh, you know, a lot of stuff has. It's unfortunate. Um, and then right after the commercial, we see the, a police van from the GRC. And it opens up, and who is in there but John Walker... Fact in America. Fact in America. <laughs> uh, we tried to get some other people to call him Fap over the weekend. We did. It didn't quite work. I don't think anybody cared enough to, to look no, at it. No, no, they don't care. Nobody else watches the show. No. It's sad. Oh, it, it's super sad. And even my wife said that she's not interested in it. She's like, I don't I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand the appeal. I'm like, oh. Well, did uh, the hard part for me is like, did you watch Falcon flying around with helicopters and stuff? <laughs> right. That's the appeal right there. Yeah, that is the appeal. Or Any the word that comes session. out of Bucky's mouth? Yes. Oh my gosh. Everything Bucky does is just like, I, I know they make fun of him for Mr. Staring, <laughs> Mr. Staring Contest or whatever. You get used to it. And they make fun of it, but seriously, he's awesome. He is. And like, this episode, oh, it was so cool. I was. Uh, we'll get to it. He was so awesome. Oh my time. gosh. That, that scene again, I was trying to take notes and I'm watching it. This is like the third time I've watched it and I'm sitting there just like watching, not taking notes. I'm just like, that's so cool. Yeah, I know. Oh, right? oh, it's over. Oh, oh shoot, okay. I was supposed to write something well, down. Good. Well, I guess I better watch it again. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, uh, so we're back at the beginning again and John Walker goes in. <laughs> we're never gonna get through this no that's okay I just we'll, we'll go through the outline it'll trigger discussions it will what fact in America that's right that's what you're talking about totally messed it up um he walks really into cool the crash that one yeah oh no <laughs> I totally had one prepped for this week too you're killing me oh that's alright yeah you go crash the crap out we'll of we'll see that. where it comes um I need to see where you came up with well so he goes in, and he's actually at the place where Carly was staying with yes. the people in Munich. In Munich, yeah. Munich, Germany. Uh, Munich, Germany, yeah. And turns out Lamar speaks German. Cool. Yeah. Something tells me he speaks Fap other languages, doesn't. too. Fap is very American and speaks nothing. <laughs> he speaks American. He speaks American. Not English. American. Um, but that's actually something that turns me off of him even more for being Captain America, because the real Captain America... Did speak other languages. He did. He could speak French. He could speak German. Uh, just a little. I mean, he he, he what did he speak? Know it fluently, was it Batroc? What did he speak? Batroc? Uh, French. That was he French? Speak. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Goads him. That was so cool. Yeah. That, and that is something that he would have learned during World War II because uh, the Allies did spend a lot of time in France. Yes. So that was kind of a big deal for me when uh, he didn't speak any other language, including German. I'm like, ah, oh, but. Real Captain America would. Yes. Because even though he was American and would speak English, he respected other people in other countries. Uh, this particular Captain America doesn't seem that way. No. <laughs> We're about to see a great and example of that. It's just interesting callback. It's obviously he has... He's very, you know, qualified, they say. But his <sighs> friend says you can't just punch your way like before so he must be known for just if i can't figure a way around it i'll just punch through it yeah and uh he's finding that this that's not as reliable now he nope it's he's got a 
can't just punch his way through. No, he's got to find new ways to do it, but he's very resistant to change, which, in all fairness, you know, we all are. Uh, but then this dude just spits in his face. And John Walker says, Do you know who I am? And his voice cracks a little uh-huh. bit. And I think they left that take as the one that they used because they're trying to show that he's not mature enough to be Captain America. No. He hasn't. No, he's definitely a, like a kid, too. Like, yeah. When you compare him, as I'm thinking about it to, you know, Steve, it's like, this is just a kid. Like, yeah. no experience, hothead, just... Well, he's a military guy. He, he is exactly what Erskine didn't want. He, he was the strong man. A man who has had, had known strength his entire life is a bully. Yes. You know, he, can't, he has no idea what it will take to use this power appropriately. Yep. Uh, and as good as a person as John Walker may be, he can't be Captain America because he has never been on the short end of the stick. No, he's always had that power. He, always. And that's... Uh, and oh gosh, it's so great. And we get to hear Erskine's name again today. Which yes, I was we do. I miss that man. I do he, too. Him and Yinsen. Like, I'd love to have oh. those two guys in a room and just talk to them. They'd be great people. They you know? would be. That'd and be we're awesome. going to have to go back and watch those movies and do episodes on that. If they ever stop yeah. releasing episodes of new stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah. Goodness gracious. We can't even keep up with this. Yeah. <laughs> They gotta take a break at some point, we're, right? We're, we're in the middle of Lord of the Rings doing stuff. We've got all these new shows coming oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. So he loses it on the guy who was helping Carly. That we know he was helping, and I guess they yeah, know. They know too. Yeah, they know that they were there for sure. Um, Cap loses it. Fap loses it on that guy. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Um, and Lamar actually is uh, is trying to kind of be in Carly's corner. He's like, look, don't blame these people for protecting her. She's giving them shelter and medicine, dude. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff, you know, buys loyalty. Yeah. (laughs) And they're asking for nothing in return. It's like, that's awesome. Um, Yeah. And so they say, well, we're not going to do it with what we have available, so we'll bet on somebody with a better hand. A vibranium hand. Eh, a vibranium <laughs> arm. A vibranium arm. Why bet on a hand when you can bet on an arm? Oh, I'm going to get that on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But La- Ladiva and I have been playing uh, our game, and it's got Rocket and Groot. And it's so fun. Is it? It's so fun to play. I love Rocket. I, I can't get enough of him. Uh, he's he's just because of this character in this game, I'm starting to like him even more. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's really fun. All right, so we're talking to Zemo. We go in with Bucky and uh, Bucky, Sam. Yep, they're in the uh, in Berlin. That's where he's at. Yep, in Berlin. So both in Germany. Very that's interesting. Uh, that's probably why they're able to get there so quick. Uh, yeah, that makes Fab sense. And, and Battlestar. Uh, I'm I'm getting a little more respect for Lamar because he's trying to be a good supporting guy. Yeah, and he I is. don't. He's not trying to take over for anybody. He's not trying to say he's. The new Winter Soldier or something. He's he's he's, just called, he's got a silly name, Battlestar. And do you see his outfit? Do you see his uh, uniform? He's yeah. got a great big star yeah. on his chest plate thing. I'm like, oh, it's kind of subtle, but uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind Lamar. It's because he's not trying to take over a character I love. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why I like him. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, 
Sam and Bucky go to talk to Zemo, but only Bucky goes in. Yeah, he's like, like he doesn't trust you. You're an Avenger. Yeah, well, it's not like you're exactly on the same page. It's not like he loves you right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, well, whatever. Well, I'm saying. He brushes it off. <laughs> I, I'm going. So he goes in, and what the first thing Zemo does is the first thing you would expect him to do. Yeah, it's he did it, when he started. I was like, that makes sense. No, it does. Like the these characters are so well written. Like you know who they are, uh-huh. and you can predict what they're going to do. Although later on, I would say I did not predict something that Zemo did that uh, he did. We'll get there. Really? Yeah, something he did. I was okay. Like, I I'll, didn't see that coming, but okay. he did. I'll have to ask what it is because I did. I, I saw I saw some of what he did coming. We'll have to see if it's the same. Uh, yeah, we're talking yeah, we'll about. see, we'll see. Alright. Um so <laughs> Bucky says he is crazy. Oh no, sorry. I'm talking to Zemo. Uh, Zemo figures out why he's there talking to him. He yeah. says, so you think Hydra has something to do with this? That's why you're talking to me, which means you're desperate. Which means you're desperate. Gosh, I did like so smart. When he first talked to Bucky in, uh, what is it, Civil War? In Civil War, he you know he reads the words, and here it proves that he memorized the sequence yeah. of words for yes, Bucky. absolutely. Which was kind of like... Smart because before it was like, oh, yeah, he just read the words, and well, in, in Civil War it showed him trying to get the right pronunciation. He's trying to say it right. He's learning. He's Russian, learning how to do it, how and then here he's like, Russian. he's got it down. He's he knows exactly how to say it. Yeah. It's memorized, which is really cool. Ah, it's so great. I um, now he doesn't say all the words, and so it makes me think that he doesn't remember all of them. I think Bucky stopped him. Yeah, as he's going through, well, Bucky's like. That's not me anymore. That's not who I am anymore. He says, um, or maybe, maybe because he didn't see him reacting. Right. Because he before he was like, he's freaking out and trying to don't not and hear it. Gary's just like, that doesn't affect me anymore. Yeah. So Zemo's like, yeah, but I wanted to see how you reacted to the old words. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Uh, I do love every time Bucky's on screen and talks. Every time Zemo's on screen and talks, it's so much fun. It is. So then, it, they we don't really see much of what they're talking about from no, that point. It's, it's really just kind of banter. And so then it shows Bucky and Sam walking into a warehouse. And he's just sitting there talking about stuff. And he's like, what, what, are you, what are we talking about here? <laughs> and he says, why are we even in this place? Where is this place? What, what's he keeps happening? asking, what is this place? <laughs> and, he said, and he says, okay, let me run you through something hypothetically. Hypothetically, what did you do? It's like, nothing, I didn't do anything. <laughs> and in reality, if you watch, he didn't do anything. No. I think the only reason Zemo didn't do this before is he didn't have a reason. No. He didn't care that he was there. And he'd set it up if he ever needed to get out. He had it ready to go. Yeah, he had a little thing in his book. Um, oh, uh, Bucky did do one thing. He started the fight. Yeah, okay, that's true. <laughs> so Bucky that's... starts talking about how uh, if a prison riot starts then, you know, it'd be easy to slip out that way. And then if the fire alarm got pulled at the same time, you could just walk right out the doors. Yeah. I do like <laughs> how... Like, uh, why are you talking about this? <laughs> yeah, Zemo. I, I like how Zemo is... It's, you know, because he was the, you know, main bad guy in in Civil War. Yeah. And in this one, he talks to Bucky. I was like, it wasn't personal. 
And like you were a means to an end. Yeah. And everything follows Zemo's um, his reason for existence. His his motivations have always been the same: to destroy people that are better than others. Yeah, which it's it's kind of cool to see how like he at least at this point he's when um, Bucky tells him that there are super soldiers out there. He's like. He still has that hatred for super soldiers. Because yeah. in Civil War, he's like, you really think I wanted more of you in the world? Yeah. So he exactly. here he's like, I am, yeah, I'll help you because I don't like super soldiers. Yeah. And the fact that these ones are on the loose, unchecked, goes against everything that I already don't like. So yeah, I'll, I'll help you out. I won't let my work be unfinished. Exactly. I destroyed Hydra's super soldier program once before. That's awesome. Anyway. Mm, so much fun. Yeah, then Bucky hypothetically tells Sam about uh, how you could get out of a prison. And then Zemo walks in behind him. He's like, no, no, no. Yep. And then I love how Zemo comes in and they're arguing. He's like, if I may. And they're and like, they, no. No. <laughs> Both okay. at the same time. That's the buddy cop moment of the episode right there. That's the yeah. buddy cop moment. It's pretty cool. No. Okay. <laughs> so he starts talking to him and he goes into this garage with all those awesome, awesome cars. So we're going to steal a car now? So now we're going to start Grand Theft. He's like, these are mine. This belonged to my family. We've collected them throughout the years. And he goes around and he starts picking stuff up. I think I saw like a, a gold-plated gun in one of the trunks or something. And then in, the, in another one he goes and picks up a bag and then he sees something else. Mask. He sees the Baron Zemo mask, that purple mask with the vertical lines. Very yeah. Thanos y. Yeah. If you think or about Dormammu. it. Dormammu also. Yeah. What is it with the f- lines in the face? And purple. And purple. Purple with lines on your face. I always thought that they uh, <laughs> said that green was the bad color. Uh, well, they're branching out. Loki was green, and Hela was green. Asgardian bad guys are green. Maybe that's what it is. Except for Malekith, but nobody remembers him. No one cares about him. Yeah, you're right. It's a golden <laughs> just, gun. There's a golden gun there in the trunk. There is a golden gun in the trunk? Yeah. I thought so. I wonder if that's a signature Can weapon of Baron Zemo. It could be. I wonder if that, yeah, it could be a, a classic weapon of Baron Zemo. I like how he contemplates taking the mask. Like, he looks at it and he's like, mm... Yeah, I want yeah, this. Yeah, I want to take that. And then he stuffs it in his bag real quick so they don't see. It's almost like it was a, a family heirloom as well. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I remember my grandpa or somebody was this feared character. And I don't know. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they get the family cars, he wants a mask, and then they, he comes out, and he goes to a private jet. He's like, what, you've been rich this whole time? <laughs> He's like, I'm a baron. I was royalty in my country before you destroyed it. Mm-hmm. And he goes up, and the guy's name is... Osnick. Osnick, yep. He's like, so he gets on there, it's good to see you, sir. He gets on the plane, they're talking... And this is where we see more of Zemo's character and who he is, get to know him a little bit better. Yes. Uh, his butler apologizes to him for the warm wine or whatever. And 
I like how, uh, how Sam mumbles to him, though. Because, like, Baron, you know, Zemo, he's like, you know, good to see you. Kisses him on the cheek, walks by, and Sam just kind of mumbles as he walks past him. Kind of like, hum, hum, hum. like, he doesn't know German, so he's just like, hi. Oh my gosh, it's great. I didn't notice <laughs> so that. Funny. Yeah, but he apologizes, the fridge is out. <laughs> and so he says in Sokovian, uh, if it doesn't pass the smell test, give it to give them. It to them. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, it's good to have you back, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. I to be honest, it. I would, I would never, I wouldn't trust anything he would give me. If he's like, here's some food, I'd be like, nah, I'm not eating that. All right, yeah. Although he is that really old, old guy, and he could still put poison in a drink. He, yeah, but he's a really old dude. And yeah, loyal to Zemo. Like Zemo. Here's the thing: Zemo isn't necessarily evil. Okay, never mind. I take that back. He did kill King T'Chaka. He did. You think Wakanda forgot about that? I don't think they forgot about that. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be locked in a cell. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah they both do. Like, <laughs> nice, Zemo. Nah, way to go. Way to bring that up, jerk. Uh, then we, uh, we get a conversation about Steve's book. Yes. And then a fantastic discussion about uh, Trouble Man. <laughs> the Trouble Man album by uh, uh, Marvin Gaye. <laughs> I, I loved... I, I just go into Bucky's when Zemo shows the, the, the uh, book. The book, yeah. And he loses it. Like, yeah. So he obviously didn't know that Zemo had, had it. So had how did he get it? He pickpocketed him yeah, at some he, point. But then to show quickly show his hand so fast of like, yeah, I have this book. And he's like, you yeah, touch it like, again, I'll kill you. See, these names, I think I understand what they mean, but I'm not sure. Who's Nakajima? Who's yeah. Nakajima, yeah. Oh, so I was like, oh, harsh. Nakajima, so we haven't seen him in forever. I know, I, I know. <laughs> it's so weird. Hope he's okay. Uh... And yeah, he does lose it. But I really liked their discussion about Marvin Gaye. Uh, yes, Marvin. he like he like oh, likes man. it. And he's like, it's amazing. It is it is a full experience. It really captures the African American experience. So, what do you think? He's like, like well, he's at, he's way out of line, but he's right. <laughs> what do you think? He's like, well, I like forties music. I like forties so. music. <laughs> you didn't like it? Steve loved it. It's like, no, I, I liked he's it. Like, like I he's like, getting all defensive. He's like, it, it's, well, like it's fine. It's, it's fine. a masterpiece, it's like, James. Complete, comprehensive. Like Zemo's like teaming up with Sam. <laughs> Sam he captured the African American story. He's like, he's, <laughs> he's wrong. But he's out of line, but he's, he's right. right out of line, but he's right. <laughs> oh gosh, I like, Sam's face looking at him like. Yeah, he's like, I can't I mean, believe I'm agreeing with you, but no, that, yeah, no, that's 100%. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, I love it when I'm surprised in a show like that, uh-huh. where it's like, oh, oh, see, it really is. Zemo just really has it out for the super soldier programs, for, uh, from all these things. I can only imagine what's gonna what would happen if like mutants became a thing in his world. Oh man. Like what is he gonna do then? He's probably gonna be one of the ones pushing for a, a mutant cure. Yeah. Or 
you know, some other drastic The Sentinel program. Yeah. The Sentinel program. Ooh, he could fund the Sentinel program. Oh, gee. There you go. Snap, yes. Uh, Ball of Trask. I love having Zemo. I like how we talk, what he talks about here. Like, after they talk about because Sam's like, you know, Steve loved Marvin Gaye. And, or I like Marvin Gaye. And, and uh, Zemo talks about He's like, you must have really looked up to Steve. Like, but I noticed something that when you met him... Like we tend to we tend to put them on pedestals. Put them on pedestals and look and past their, their flaws. flaws. Yep. Which is that's, like that's true. It's that's really not good. Yeah, he talks about that we forget their flaws, and do we really want a world full of people that we've put on pedestals? Do we really want a world full of red skulls? I loved how he brought it back to the fact that Red Skull was the first super soldier. Yeah. Red Skull was not it Steve was, Rogers. No. Red Skull was. The formula wasn't ready. Erskine tried to tell him that. But that's what happened. He got put on a pedestal. He became an icon. People followed him blindly, forgot their yeah. flaws. And he's like, that's the danger. Is when we and put then, all so much yeah. faith and trust in one person and try to overlook and look past it. And I'm sitting there I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so appropriate for our day. Yeah. Because we, we have our political ideals or our political candidates that we want to run or to win especially in the presidential elections yes and all the bad stuff that people that our quote-unquote opponents say about them we're like oh no it's it's fine we can explain it away but then if their candidate does the exact same thing it's fine you know we got to destroy them now (laughs) or or it's um it doesn't matter how bad the faults are they, you have such a dislike for the opponent that yeah. it doesn't matter how bad the person you, are your hero is. is. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter how bad they are because you just despise the other one so much. Yeah, you allow, you allow things because you're like I just don't like him, and like Zemo here, he's like this was it hit home for him. He's like from there cities fly and innocent people die. Yep. It's like that was his family, his city that flew, and his family that died. Well, he's specifically talking about that uh, Sokovia. He mentioned Sokovia a lot. It was his home. And he lost, you know, his entire family. Yeah. Uh, Except for Osnick. Except for Osnick. still around. Um, Oh, man, we hear a little bit more about Sokovia later. It's sad. Uh, So then we say, where are we going to go? Madripoor. Madripoor. Like, why, why do you guys talk about it like that? Every talk time you guys mention like it, it's Skull like a Skull Island, Island or something. Which, I, I just watched Godzilla King of Monsters. Oh, did you? So I'm really stoked to watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. You know, speaking of Kong, uh, Skull Island. Yeah. But, anyway, yeah, Skull Island. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I got that reference. <laughs> yeah, I got that reference. Actually, you know what's really funny? Wait, wait, wait till I blow your mind with this. Okay. When they go to the bar on Madripoor... It's the it's the monkey head bar, right? Uh huh. What's inside? A wall of monkey skulls. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a freaking Skull Island. <laughs> Maybe it is Skull Island. It, it could be Skull Island. Oh my gosh, dude, my mind is just blowing right now. Like, what if it is Skull Island? Like what the monkey. What if it? What if that's Kong? What if it is that's Kong? King Kong? What if there's Kong? Dude, we're gonna have to have this they discussion. Are All right, introduce, I'm doing it right now. They're introducing Kong into okay. the Avengers. So there's more stuff that happens. We we go over to Madripoor. But when we get to Madripoor, there's that monkey, uh, the screaming howler monkey face yes. as their like logo. What the heck is that? Because you know who it reminded me of first? Who? 
uh, oh my gosh, why did I just forget his name? <laughs> Black Panther. The White Mbaku. Mbaku. Thank you. Goodness gracious. It was right there, and when I went to say it, it was gone. Uh, Mbaku. It reminded me of the White Apes. Interesting. Of the tribe of ape, the tribe of white apes. Yeah, uh, just a note with telling people our reference of what is better today. Majapur, I'm pretty sure we both thought of it. He talks yeah. about how it's uh, it was a like a pirate haven. It was a pirate haven in the 1800s. In the 1800s, and it's kept its lawless ways. So in my head, I was like, it's Tortuga. It's Tortuga. It's freaking Tortuga. It, it was Tortuga <laughs> in the 1600s, and now it's Majapur. Oh but my gosh. It's Tortuga. I'm not going to lie, though. When they go there... Oh, yeah. No, 100% Tortuga. When they go there, I was like, this would be a pretty cool place to hang. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know why. Like, yeah. it's, it's so lawless and so evil. There's, like, drug deals and, and illegal weapons. Yes. And illegal arms deals going on all yeah. over the place. And I'm like, yeah, I want to hang out there. <laughs> Seriously, though. You know what really sold me out of, though, was the music. Yeah. I don't love that music. I don't. I've never really? liked that music. Like the techno, grunge, uh-huh. you know, DJ rhythm stuff. And uh, it brought us in there, and I'm like, this is cool. All right. <laughs> All right. I can, I work, like I can rock out this. I can do this. I can handle this. <laughs> yeah. Um, before they go to Mandapur, though, we cut yeah. to uh, Carly. Yes, we do. In a particular place that is not where Dr. Doom lives. Because <laughs> uh, that is the I first thought thing. it was. I looked it up, and you know that you're not the only one looking it up when Google automatically fills in the search parameters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so I type in, oh, oh crap, Latvia. Oh my gosh, <gasps> Latvia. Is that is that Dr. Doom? Is it Fat Betsy Ford? Oh my uh, God. No. Uh, and so I type into Google, I'm like, Dr. Doom country and it's like Latvia I'm like <laughs> and so I click enter and it's like Latveria I'm like ah that is so mean so crappy yeah, it's that's a, a major missed opportunity yeah Riga La- Riga Latvia is where she's at in a yes. GRC resettlement camp so basically people got kicked out of their homes that they lived in during the blip yes yeah which is crazy that yeah, that is such an, me. Yeah, um, but oh, I was I, I see. I luckily I didn't have to look it up. I because Latvia, I know was like that's Doctor Doom. Gosh, it's it but was I, so close when to I me, saw Latvia because I mean if you think about it, Latvia, Latveria, you're almost the exact you word be next there. Door. Yeah, you so it's like oh, so yeah, I almost freaked out. Then I was like, oh, that's mean. I mean, that's almost as mean as introducing. You know, uh, Quicksilver. It's not Quicksilver. Almost as mean as that, which was boner. That was so mean. Gosh, so mean. Frustrated. I was like, really? You're gonna do that to me? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we go to Latvia and we we learn. uh, We we I assumed it was her mother, but it is not her mother. No, Uh, it's uh, her teacher. Yes. Yep. But they call her mother. Oh crud! What's her name? I have it written down here. I'm looking. Um, D is I'm D. looking. Um, uh, oh, it might be on my second page. Hold on. I'm not. I know this is really awesome. Danya Madani. There it Woo. is. Mother Mother Danya is what they called her. Uh, later on. So. Interesting. Yeah. See, in so in Portuguese, so I know Portuguese. Okay. And it, you know. 
Now you know. Do, do you know Portuguese? I do know Portuguese. In Portuguese, oh, when you would say a dona, dona meant like the owner of the house that we were talking to. Oh. So when, when she said, when that said the name, I just meant it was just such a high form of respect. She's kind of like the, the owner of um, the house or she's the... Like the wait, person are they in charge. Teaching Portuguese? No, no, it's not Portuguese. Oh, oh, but okay. I was like, hold on, wait, is that it, true? It, it, I wonder <laughs> if it's just close. Well, I'll, you but know, it's a Latin language. In my head, that's what I thought when they said it's when they said Danya. I was like, oh yeah, owner of the house. And, and not, ah. not literally like the owner of the house that they're at now, but it's just a high form of respect. It's like she's kind of the one in charge. She's the head. Yeah, exactly. Head of the household. She's the head of the household. Gotcha. So that's what I thought okay. of when she, they said her name. Uh, Alright, yeah, so it, it's not her mom, but she watches her die. She does. Um, and that was an interesting moment, and I think that was the turning point. Yep. I think that's what finally did it. Because she died in a place because of overcrowding and basically lack of care, lack of hygiene. Yes. Um, from these displacement camps. Um, I, I do think that uh, we're starting to see... Um, Carly's motivation, I think, more clearly. Where, because uh, we said earlier, I, I said, why didn't she just, you know, break Fap's arm? She's fighting him. Right. But at that point, it seemed like they, they're not really trying to inflict pain. No, they're just trying and to get them off the they're trucks. They're just trying to get Push them off away. the trucks. They're just, because they're, they are taking vaccines and redistributing them to people who have been, you know, cast aside. Exactly. And so they're not really, you know, these... She, she didn't, you know, necessarily want to break his arm. She just wanted to incapa- no. get him away so that they could, you know, carry out what they're doing. Exactly. But I feel like, yeah, as you said, you know, watching this person that she highly respected die only because there's now too many people, it's going to go back. Because we, we also learn, you know, that she sought other ways for... Um, this lady to get help. Yes. But, uh, you know, in other words, not my pig, not my farm. Yep. And I feel like that is going to... She kind of reveals that a little bit, which we'll get into, but that's maybe what... Really what she's going after. She's going after that because they... And that group. Uh, I think. I think that, you know, later she talks about it. It's like, we are now, you know... They're gonna come begging to us, which will make yeah. sense in, in, when we get to it. But yeah. I feel like she her motivation is maybe revenge on them too, because not only are we overcrowded and have nothing, but there were people who could have helped us but chose not to. Yeah, they didn't have to. They didn't feel like they needed to or wanted to. So now they pay as well. Yeah, but oh, it's terrible. It's I I like seeing that. It's it's that you know it humanizes her. You see the sorrow on her face when, you know, that lady's dying or has died. Yeah. And it's that she's not just a evil person. She's human, which... Yeah. Uh, it's hard to deal with When that. you can humanize villains, it makes them so much more complex, in my opinion. Well, it makes it makes their story more tragic. Yeah. Um, the Spider-Man movies always did a good job of that. Mm. Uh Pretty much every villain that Spider-Man ran into was just somebody caught at the wrong place at the yeah. wrong time, and it was accidental. Their villainy was accidental. Most Green of the Goblin, time. Uh, 
went crazy because of the we're getting shut down that he was trying to so do. we got to accelerate it yeah. yeah so he tested it on himself his own super soldier serum yeah and unfortunately it didn't work it made him go crazy and turned yeah. into the goblin uh, doc ock was taken over by the arms that were on there uh even eddie brock even though he was a scumbag i mean the venom really took over for him it did and then harry osborne because of his misunderstanding of what happened to his father I mean, and He's the Sandman was a very, you know, tragic character. He was yeah. just trying to help his daughter and needed money to pay for her medical bills and stuff. And so yeah. that's the only reason he stole. Yeah. And it's like, Spider-Man always had that. And so I think and yeah. that's one of the reasons why Spider-Man's villains are the most memorable. That's true. Like, people look at Iron Man, and they're just like, I hate you, Iron Man, you wronged me, so now I'm going to get my revenge. Yeah, I don't know oh, I'm yeah, Obadiah, he <laughs> likes money, so... He likes money, so now he's going to die. Whiplash, his dad was bad and paid the price for it, and so now he's mad. It's true, they're just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, Iron Man's... Although, I, although, as much as I liked the character of Whiplash... He wasn't a compelling character by on his own. No. Uh, the actor who played in Mickey Rourke was great. Oh, I yeah. Loved he did it. awesome. I loved how he did it. I agree. Um, plus, we also got Justin Hammer, <laughs> which was awesome. <laughs> uh, Better than a couple of cheerleaders, huh? <laughs> really great. Uh, those weren't cheerleaders. Those were Victoria's Secret models. And whether or not it was better is debatable. So, <laughs> depending on your preferences. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, now we're going to go to Madripoor. Now we're in Madripoor. And they're just walking along a bridge, and they're talking about it, and Sam's like, why am I the only one who looks like a pimp? <laughs> and I love I love how Zemo, like, puts, his, puts him down a little bit. He's only like, only American. an American would think a fashion-forward black man would be a pimp. It's like, oh. Oh. Sam's like, oh. Dang it. <laughs> Which is kind of fun. It's, it's kind of... But, it, yeah. Like, that's how movies portray pimps, right? Yeah. But pimps are more gaudy than that. Yeah. Like, it was, his outfit, his suit was very cool. It was flashy. Very flashy, but not, like, bling flashy. No. Like, you picture, like, like, a rapper or, like, a traditional y- pimp. Gold idea. teeth and a million gold necklaces. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's, no, that's it was not... just, he was sharp looking. Very sharp. Very flashy, you know, very... <laughs> Honestly, I was, I started to be jealous of it. Yeah, I was kind of like, that's With, kind of a snappy thing. And it helped because he's like, how come I look like a pimp? I'm like, hi, you do look like a pimp. And then Zeb was like, pah! You don't. You're a fashion forward. And I'm like, now I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look like a pimp. Like, you look exactly like who you're supposed to look like. And he's like, whatever. And he looks at See the picture. Like, dang, I do look just like this guy. He's like, dang, he looks exactly like me. <laughs> Smiling Tiger. Conrad Mack is his name. Yeah. It's a, it's interesting. I don't... The, prob- the only problem I have is that I didn't see this Smiling Tiger for real. Uh-huh. We just saw a pic- quick picture of him. Like, we saw a video or something of him talking to somebody or whatever. Yeah. It would help us to understand what Sam was supposed to be portraying. Because otherwise, I'm like, how, how are we spo- supposed to know if he's even doing a good job? That's so I was nervous hun- yeah. about that the that, whole time. Me too. It was like, oh, if he talks, like, d- the guy is from Africa. Yeah. He may have a heavy, you know, African, African accent. accent. Or I always pictured uh, South African yeah, but it's like, but <laughs> Sam is American, South definitely African. American. South so it's, um, 
Yeah, that's true. Like it's just based off of pictures. Like the people here <laughs> must not know this guy very much. If he must like... only come occasionally. Although enough for them to keep it on hand. His favorite yeah, drink. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh... So we're walking through Magiport and the music starts in. I love the music and stuff. And uh, even before that, we they get in a car. They're yes. driving along. The motorcycle escort comes up. I, I wasn't sure what that motorcycle escort was for. Is he is if uh, Zemo hired them to come I in to give him more a flashy of a, entrance? Like, uh, we monitor this town, and you are we're coming to the out. town, so we're checking you in. No one just walks into Madripoor, like right. There well, dude, is that no bridge law. Is dead. Yeah. Like you see that? That was cool. There is no law, but we are in charge of what's happening. Oh, so just because the there's no you're law just doesn't in, mean that there's, there's no, no structure. Yeah, oh yeah, there's definitely <laughs> structure here. There's just no Including law. the power broker. Yes. Now, I've heard some interesting theories about who the power broker is. Yeah. So one of them was that Sharon Carter is actually the power broker. That's what I'm kind of leaning on. Which was a thought, but I'm not sure, because when she talks to that lady where we think that, that gives us the clue she might be, she... It's more of a camaraderie kind of conversation. It's not really a, a boss and underling conversation. It's a little bit closer in levels. You know what? Sh- I'm in my head. I'm wondering if she's undercover. Uh, you think so? She might be undercover. Um, if she is, she is doing really well <laughs> undercover. Well, yeah. Uh, she's... But the another another option. I thought of because of the howling howler monkey thing on the front. I thought, what if like Mbaku? This is like his outreach program, <laughs> which would be cool. Um, and then I just have one more one more option. Uh, this is out there, and I don't even have any evidence to back this up. But I thought it also could be Gore Koresh. Could be that's true. <laughs> Although funny that you say howling monkey because what was the uh, squad that followed Captain America howling back Commandos. in the day? The Howling Commandos. Howling Commandos. Uh, I don't think any of them were left, though. Yeah, they all died. They're all gone. They, one of them might have had a kid. Ah, interesting. That would be cool to find out the power broker is uh, like the son or something of one of those dudes. Yeah, why would they have such an interest in the super soldier serum? Unless they'd Ooh. heard about it before. Oh, dang, your theory is way good. <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> that one's garbage. It's way good. Um, it's uh, good to note too. There, the uh, Madripoor separated into High Town and Low Town. Yes, and uh, High Town's a nice place if you want to visit, but Low Town's where, where they going. need to go. But we're going. But Low Town is turning left, <laughs> and this hem like I'm guessing we don't have any friends in High Town. And uh, Zemo does a very smart thing where he does not answer. So they may have friends. He never answers though. No, he doesn't. He's, he's just the thought. He's a weird dude. It's one of those, you know, the, he he didn't answer, but we cut to his face. It's that we cut to Zemo's face, and he just kind of looks he, off. He gives nothing away. Where it's like he might have friends in High Town, not ones he's willing to talk about, but not right ones now. he's willing to talk about or to bring Sam and Bucky to. Yeah, oh, which I do like how Zemo calls him James. James. Yeah, uh, he does tell James also him, that he, he has, he's going to have to be someone who you say no longer exists. But, oh, oh, in the, the, in prison, when he says it doesn't exist, 
But but Zemo does say there's still something in there. You can still see there's. Oh, that's right. There's he does still point something out there's, in there. Yeah, there's something in there. Maybe I can't control you. You're but, not. Uh, com- the Winter Soldier's Winter not completely Soldier gone. Well, the Winter Soldier was Bucky. It was part. It's part of him still. Yeah. Uh, Wakanda just allowed him to not succumb to other people's wills. Yep. Basically, got rid of the brainwashing. Yep. Motorcycle escort, lots of guns. You know, everyone's packing here. Oh gosh, yeah. Which is fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was. We're gonna be packing this weekend. Yeah, we are. I'm <laughs> getting out all the airsoft stuff. Um. Okay. So we see the monkey symbol and the power broker is watching symbol. Now this is where this is where I go back and I realize it can't be Gorkaresh because it would have just been one eye. That's true. On the symbol instead of two. So okay. That's a good that, that's point. A good, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, right. also it's a uh, a what's it, a deep. I'm trying to see if I can see the howling monkey. Is sure. it when they walk into the bar? Yeah, it's right before they see the power broker is watching uh, thing. Cause Scott's, show... Scott's scrolling through it as we go so he can uh, correct me on all the stuff I get wrong. From yeah, every notes. time you say something, I'm like, nope, those are actually drugs. Those are drugs. And no. that lady's carrying AK-47. That's yeah, dope. she's holding oh, it up in the air like it's uh, for sale. There's a, um, a deep reference to the Princess Bar, which I was telling you about. Right. Princess Bar is a bar that... Logan, aka Wolverine, would lay low at. Really? So the fact that they took the time to show them, because they didn't go to the Princess Bar, they I don't think. No, they didn't. They went somewhere they else. They showed it. So why would they show us that? Because oh, they're teasing gosh. us. Because those of us, you know, and I didn't know this, I got this from um, after watching okay. some videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That someone said the Princess Bar is a bar that Logan would lay low at, at times. So it's like, is Logan in Madripoor right now? It's oh my possible. Gosh. Can we see him? Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Oh, <laughs> another X-Men reference in another Marvel show. Uh, come on, come on, dude. We can't. I mean, Hugh Jackman could even do it and like just yeah. not be Wolverine. Yeah. He'd be like, are you serious? Oh yeah, that would be the worst though. Or he that could would be, be Wolverine. Wolverine. He would be Wolverine. He is Wolverine. He is. He will always okay. be Wolverine. The Howling Monkey. Yeah, it's giant and huge and. Yeah, right in front of your face. How yeah, you and then the, they go in and they see the skulls and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, there are skulls everywhere. Yeah, Skull Island. So we got smiling tiger. Uh, you want your usual? Yeah. And he just nods. So he goes over to a a little bowl. <laughs> Freaks and pulls out a live snake. And I'm like, oh no, he's gonna squirt the venom into the drink That's or something. That's what I thought. He's I was like, poison Ugh. it or whatever. If you're not used to it. But no, no, he slices the snake open, pulls out its heart, and puts it in the drink. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? What a waste of a snake. Seriously. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And, uh, and Zemo the whole time was like, ah, Smiling Tiger, your favorite. <laughs> and he's, he puts it in the drink, and, he, and then, you know, salute. And he goes, Zemo drinks, and Sam puts it to his lips, and... Uh, uh, like he's, uh, he's like pulls it away uh, okay. oh crap and luck you know <laughs> Bucky lucky guy he just has to stand there and look terrifying oh yeah which, which he nails oh yeah perfect every but time but a um <laughs> something I just saw here yeah uh, Zemo tells the bartender that they're yes the business they're to looking do for Selby. Selby and then it cuts to a hooded figure leaving oh uh, 
Sharon Carter. Who I would think is Sharon Carter. Yeah, because she removes the hood later to say, oh, it was me all along. Uh, get- <laughs> it was <laughs> oh, which, uh, just a little, uh, 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 did you hear the last name? Over the weekend, there was a general conference, and right. someone got released who had the last name of Harkness. Really? You picked that up? Because oh, I heard that and went, Har- Harkness? Harkness. <laughs> anyway, that's I, funny. I almost texted that's you awesome. and was like, Oh, Agatha, what you doing? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah this, yes, yeah, this, they do go This in. bartender yes, like, does not trust <laughs> uh, Sam at all. No, he's like, I don't know who you think you are. You're, you're Smiling Tiger? Smiling Tiger. <laughs> and Sam sees the snake and he's like, What the heck? Oh, yeah, like, I, the bartender is not fooled. Uh, I almost thought gotta, that he would have t- tested him. He'd have given him his drink that's not his favorite drink and been like... Well, actually, that's kind of why I think that uh, that Zemo mentioned that, ah, your favorite, is to clue Sam in that, yeah, this is what you're supposed to drink. This is what you drink. Yeah, because he says, under no circumstance can we break character or yeah. they'll kill us. Yeah, which is funny because I'm like, wait... Uh, so Bucky is Winter Soldier, which he is. Yes. Zemo is supposed to be Baron Zemo, which he is. So Sam's the only one that has to have a cover? Why yeah. did you even try to have a cover for him? But at the same time, I'm like, oh, it's probably because like people would consider, oh, it's Zemo and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, we'll just kill him. Yeah. But that's like, oh, Smiling Tiger's there too? Ooh. Yeah. Makes him question. <laughs> he drinks it and just gives him the thumbs up. Yeah. The, like, I was like, is it? it's probably still in his mouth. He's just looking for an opportunity to spit it out. Oh, I know. He's just like... Well, well, as I think about it, I'm like, man, don't you just, don't you just like, swallow it whole? Just, just, just down gl- it. Just done. down it. Like, just don't don't make it last longer. But I loved his hesitancy. He puts it to his mouth to he do just, it. And he's uh, like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh. <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh, dude, this is insane. Yeah, but then uh, after this, then they get approached by a guy who's basically like, uh, got word from on high and you're not welcome here, is what he says to Zemo. And Zemo says, hey, uh, I have here. no business with the power broker. Yeah. You know, if he want, has a problem with us, he's welcome to come down and talk to us personally or bring Selby down for a visit. Mm-hmm. So then the guy walks away probably to get he some can more either, information. Yeah, or he can, you know, Consult Winter Soldier. Yeah. You got a problem with it? Right. <laughs> just points who is, to who is, I mean, I got a pause right here. It's, uh, you know, him just staring. Just, just, just staring. Terrifying. Captain Stare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Captain Asterica. Yeah. And he, uh, so then another dude comes up in a minute and puts his hand on Zemo, and Zemo just says, in Russian, Winter Soldier, attack. Attack, yes. But before that, um, oh, sorry. just because I'm sure. you know, watching it now. Right. Um, Bucky says, you know, I'm a power broker, really? And uh, Zemo says, every king. kingdom needs a king. We just want to stay under his radar. Yep. Um, Let's just pray we stay under his radar. Do you know him? Only by reputation. Only by which, reputation, which means it could, could totally be Sharon Carter. <laughs> that, the reason why I thought that is because they... Uh, I guess it's because he said, do you know him? Which, it's interesting that we automatically believe, because he's one in power, that it's a man. Right. He's the power broker. Because nowhere, when it walked in, it says, the power broker is watching. We got word from on high. No No one said, he doesn't want you here. But we are being led to think... 
Because Sam says, do you know him? There's no, and every kingdom needs a king. So we're we're being conditioned right see, here see, to see, believe it's a man. They're doing the same thing, right? Yes. Like you and I are thinking the yeah. same thing. I've clued you in on that. You <laughs> they, did. They emphasize like, okay, the masculine or feminine. Why are they it doing that? It wasn't power broker or broker No, was <laughs> the power broker. Power broker, which is uh, neither... neither In Madripoor, he... Is judge, jury, and executioner. Yep. So it's just that, that yeah, push. Yeah, it's those things. That's why I'm like, it's going to be Sharon because she's a woman. And it, it, that's just and because she's doing quite well she is herself. doing very well. Um, and not unearned either. No. So uh, anyway, so the anyway, yeah, they talk guy, about the power broker. and Winter soldier attack. Winter soldier attack. He totally, he wails on these dudes. Like yeah, breaking arms. Throat punching people. Oh, it's just I just oh. Oh, man, watching this. Is just... <laughs> it is such an amazing. People are filming. Scene. They're uh... yeah. People have their phones out filming, and I'm like, ooh. He just like why would they make a point to show dude. that? Yeah, unless that that's gonna come up later. But I've been wrong about that before. Sometimes they just show people around. Like, what would you do? These people aren't running away. These people are are not afraid of violence. They're sitting there pulling out their phones and watching. Yeah, recording it. Didn't take much for him to fall back into routine, you know. To fall back into form. Yeah. Nope. And then everyone cocks their guns and it's like, oh crap. Yeah. (laughs) The entire bar is armed. And uh, Sam goes to stop Bucky and that's when Zemo's like, don't break character. character. They'll kill us if we break character. Yeah, it's because Zemo knows he doesn't have the clout that he normally does. But they brought in Smiling Tiger because people are like, well, nobody has a problem with him. Yep. So we will see now. It's like, yeah. So they go in, and then this weird music starts playing, and they start walking through all the money and the drugs. The drugs, and there's a golden crocodile, and (laughs) yeah, it's just like okay. So this person Selby is doing quite well for themselves. Yes. Uh, Selby calls him calls uh, Zemo Baron while they're in the room with them, which is pretty cool. Yes. So Um, she knows. Yeah, well, it makes sense. This is somebody that he was in touch with. It's she's a fence, um, so she sells stuff that other people steal. Uh, yeah. Illegal goods. She's the one who gets you the money for them. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, you know, Baron. People don't just come into my bar and make demands." Yeah, and she's. He says, "Not a demand, an offer." An offer. Uh, we are looking for the super soldier serum. And in return, I give you him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-oh. People like us always find a way to escape, don't we? <laughs> yeah, she's talking about him being in prison. I thought you were in a German prison. Um, so they're bantering back and forth. and she You're taller than I heard, smiling tiger. Than I heard. <laughs> Which means she's never met him, but he has a usual at that bar. <sighs> right. So maybe yeah. she's he's just never... He's a low level enough that uh, it's like he doesn't talk to Selby. He comes to drink and enjoy right. the luxuries he's, he's of the He's an entertainer. Report. I imagine he's, they say he's a charming dude. Um, I'm, I'm guessing he either runs a business doing entertaining. He doesn't rub people the wrong way. Yeah. yeah so people have no reason to suspect him or want him gone. And you don't want to start something with people you don't know because everybody likes him. Yep. So you don't want to mess around with him. Makes sense. Uh, but we'll fast forward a little bit. 
to the part that blows their cover. <laughs> uh, of course. Sarah. Sarah. Sarah calls him. Wouldn't you silence your phone? You would think. Would you? Tur- I would or turn my not, phone off. Not have your phone. Yeah, with I mean, you? deep undercover. I, this is like a rookie mistake right here. Right. This is something Fap would do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Fap would totally do this while he's trying to be intimidating to somebody. His phone goes yeah. off, and it's like Spice Girls ringtone. It's like uh, you know Ant Man and the Wasp, and they're being interrogated, and his daughter calls because she's looking for her soccer shoes. Oh yeah, which was love awesome. That. Sorry, she said it was an emergency. She's nine one one. It's an emergency. It's my daughter. I got to talk to her. I can't find my soccer shoes. What? <laughs> oh, uh, can you uh, just like walk around the house? Um, no, I can't. <laughs> not no, not right now. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's just, yeah. Rookie oh, mistake. Yeah, so Sam Cam goes in. Dr. Wilfred Nagel is the uh, oh, it's creator the, is of, the, of the story. Yeah, she, when he's like, I'm looking for this. This is before right. the cover. Dr. Nagel. And Dr. Nagel, the power broker, has him working on the serum. So it's here in Madripoor. Yes. Good luck finding like, it. Is he in Madripoor? Oh, the breadcrumbs you get for free, but... The, for the bakery, you gotta pay. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then Sam's phone call totally blows it for everybody, and it's he's I, doing okay for a minute. I, sorry, I keep going back. I just tell me, what, what do you think about this? This what? she so she tells them that Nigel was working for the power broker, but things didn't go as planned. Yes. So he's not working for him anymore. Is um. No, things Why? didn't go as planned. The power broker didn't get the serum. Ah, right. Okay, okay, we're good. Right. Anyway, um, yeah. So we're at the so call. So Sam blows it. Sarah blows it. Which is a he's funny. He's doing really well. He's doing okay until, until she the, says she yells at the kids. <laughs> Look, Sam, I gotta go. And Look, sorry, Sam, I gotta call you back who's later. Who's Sam? Who's Sam? Kill them and then pop. <laughs> Selby gets shot in the chest from the window. Through the window. Yep. Who kills Selby? Yep. Well, uh, Carter. You think it was Sharon Carter? Mm, I'd be. Yeah, I'm so confused. I just, I, I'm just, I guess I'm just no not trusting her. Well, she's, she doesn't have a sniper rifle. She uses a handgun. Well, right now. Right. How long has she been in Madripoor? I mean, it. And she was obviously close by, so she doesn't have to be too far. And, I mean, anyone close enough with a sniper rifle is going to hit the target. Uh, yeah. Okay. The, the, the building know. over, and I you're probably going to get the target. <laughs> but I just, I found, so, yeah, someone shot. I just, uh, it's just in my head. I'm like, okay, what can happen? Sharon's in this bar. She knows who Sam is, it's and true. she knows Bucky, and she's wrong. Oh, they're so going she's to like, Selby. If I kill Selby and they run, I show up. They're immediately going to turn and trust me to uh, get means to my end because I need something from the power broker or from I need something Nagel from the power broker or, from... or I'm the power broker and I want to expand stuff into the United States because I can't go there yet. Uh, it, yeah. See, th- that's where uh, my mind is going is, is if she takes out and makes them on the run because they know her, mm. it doesn't matter. They're not going to be like, wait a sec, how did you know we were here? They're just like, yeah, obviously, yeah, you can help us because we trust you. Yeah. So I, I'm just, I'm not well, trusting Sharon is my problem. No, I, I don't fully trust her either. 
And that comes in mostly later. Um, so we see, we see them. They're like, oh, crap. We got to figure out what's going on because Selby's dead. Um, they're trying to, they're going to blame it on us. So somebody wanted to get rid of her and they found an opportunity and they seized it. So they're yes. like, we got to get out of here, leave the weapons, follow my lead. And so they walk outside and uh, a text message goes out that says they're going to give a thousand Bitcoin to whoever kills Selby's dead Selby's bounty for a thousand. And people, like this lady, just walk, as they walk by, the lady's like, like, you're dead. We know it's you. Yeah. Everyone knows it's know you. That. So, But, I mean, they were asking for Selby. And who, who was it that, does it show who the message came from? No. No. No, it The doesn't. number is zero, 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 zero. So it's all zeros. So I wonder if that's the power broker. Yeah, for sure. I think the power broker was making a move on Selby because Selby didn't necessarily work for the power broker. That's true. But worked in the city. For some reason, didn't like, like Selby around. Yeah. Um... Dang, they just firefight. There's just all of a sudden guns and... Guns everywhere. Uh, lights it, go out. It looks like uh, Zemo runs one way and mm. Sam and Bucky run another way. Yeah, Zemo does this a lot. <laughs> yeah. He likes to run away from them. And then Sharon steps out of the shadows after killing she a couple of She was definitely dudes. not shooting them with a hand rifle, though. A handgun. She was not shooting them with a handgun up what in that it? window. It's a bigger gun than that. Was she up in a window? She was, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Are you serious? So they were running? Yeah. So they're running through it and... Oh, yeah. There's... Okay, yeah. Oh, she totally killed Selby. I I think she did. Um, Actually, I think I know why she killed her. Why? Um, I think she saw them go in, knew that they were going to meet with Selby, and knew that it could go very wrong because she recognized Sam. That's true. And knew that he was trying to pull Look at you. You're, you're just, you're giving her the good and I'm like, she's evil. Well, and so she went up on a rooftop or in that window and was watching to see if something went wrong. Yes. And could see when she's like, kill them. Like, who's Sam? Kill them. And gets upset. And then Sharon pulls the trigger. Ching. Yeah. Okay. I'll, she's like their guardian okay. angel protecting okay. him. Um, one way or the other, we'll find out. I'm sure. I want to trust her because Cap trusts her, real Cap, real Cap trusted her. Yeah, it's just although she, she, she's kind of ter- horrible now. She <laughs> never says uh, right because she talks about it. She's like, "This is perfect" because <laughs> she sees him, and she's like, "All right, you ruined every you ruined everything for me, Zemo." Yeah, and uh, she's like. You know, his Zemo has a lead. They recreate the Super Serum, and she's like, that explains why you're here, and Selby's dead. It's like... I mean, obviously, everybody in Magiport knows that uh, Selby's dead. That news right. seemed to have traveled really quickly. Yeah, well, it was in the text. Selby dead. Well, who texted? That's the thing. That's a good point. Who texted that? Because that they killed everybody in that room. So the only other person that knew Selby was dead was the one that killed Selby. Unless Zemo Ooh. texted, but I don't think uh, he did. Oh, gosh, that's a good point. That's that why I'm like, hmm. I just... Sharon the deceptive. If Sharon becomes bad... <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't want her want to be, her though. Too, She's really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, one of my favorite lines from the episode is... Uh, Sam's saying, I can't run in these heels. <laughs> I'm like, he's wearing heels? When did we know that? I'm like, I don't think we knew that. I think that was a shot that we missed. 
<laughs> the little yeah. thing that they pulled out was like, but did I really have to wear the heels? <laughs> they complete the ensemble. <laughs> well, I want I wanted to hear Zemo try to justify why he had uh, the heels when he probably didn't at all. Zemo, it'd be funny if Zemo like. Uh, Says to you know his butler or something. Where he's like, make him wear these, even though he doesn't have to. But he's like, he has to wear. Give him the heels. Yeah. Or, uh, or it'd also be funny later. He's like, I can't run in these heels. I never told you you had to wear the heels. What? <laughs> like Sam is just like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, uh, that'd be hilarious. Anyway, yeah, sure. Here's a place in Hightown. Oh yeah, go. and it's it safe is place. beautiful. It's a gallery. It's an art gallery. Yes, and that's where we find out. Oh yeah, most of the art in the in like the Louvre and stuff like that museum. If I had to fake. hustle, I might as well enjoy the life of a real hustler. Yeah, <laughs> the real paintings are in uh, places like this. You know how much you get for real Monet? <laughs> like, shut up! These are all fake. Like, <laughs> Bucky's like, no, they're not. Like, no, most of the fake stuff is in the, the Louvre <laughs> so Sam, and stuff like that. So Sam starts looking the real up stuff's on his here. He's like, what's Google say? He's like, are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> no crap. You're more worldly than good old Sam. Oh, yeah, everybody's perfect. Yeah, you're more worldly than good old Sam. <laughs> oh, it was so fantastic. And Sharon is kind of awful now. Like, she's swearing and just putting everybody down and just being a jerk. She's been stuck in Madripoor. We, I don't For know yet if she was years. she blipped or was she not. I would say no because she's so well established in Madripoor. Right, it's only been a few months, right? Six months? Yeah. There's so no way she... She is highly established. So I would say she, she wasn't blipped, and she was, she's was. she been here. That whole time. But uh, this is where she talks about um, when they're changing, because she's got people that are going to come look at the artwork. And uh, she's... I, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, okay. Well, she's just talking about how terrible things are. She can't go back to the States. There's no extra. Oh, yes, that's right. That's what it is, that um, she can't go back to the States. And she's just she's just so negative. You know the whole hero thing is a joke, right? It's all so hypocrisy. And it's like, I don't really understand that conversation. Do you understand why she says that it's a hypocrisy? The way you gave up the shield, deep down, you must know it's you all must know hypocrisy. It's, it's, all, it's all fake, too. And... Zemo's like he knows. He knows not, not so, so deep, deep down. And then and then Bucky's like and she's like, "How's the new Captain America?" And Bucky says, "Don't get me started." It's like, no, you were all you were full in on that crap. And he's like, uh, "Well, let's hold on. The original Captain America was a legitimately just good person." I wonder if her hypocrisy is the fact that you know, because everyone saw probably Sam's right. broadcast. Where very clearly the guy who promotes... You could see him in the background as they talk about how it's like, this is Steve's shield. Yeah. It's it's his shield. And then he's saying, here's our new Captain America. They're like, you were with Sam just a second ago saying that the shield shouldn't be given to anyone but Steve. And now here you are giving it to somebody else. It's all political. Yeah. And so I think maybe that's what she means. Like, it's all hypocrisy. You say you're heroes, but are you really? Right. Like, fap. Yeah. Like, basically saying, like, this is just garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if that's a part of it. Because that's why, that would make sense as Zemo saying, not so deep down, because he knows that he looked up to Steve. You know, I would assume that um, Zemo knows how bad it hurt that he doesn't, that uh, Sam doesn't have the shield anymore. 
Yeah. So that's how I said, yeah, this is all hypocrisy. You know, they say one thing and then do the exact opposite. Yep. Exactly. Uh, well, we finally uh, end up over. Uh, we see the party. We see Zemo's dancing, which is <laughs> one of my favorite. Wow, she's kind of awful ever. now. Uh, yeah, she's kind of awful. <laughs> that yeah. was the thing. What? Zemo dancing. I didn't see that coming. Oh, right. It was only like a half a second. I was like, wait a sec. And he's, he's Did doing Zemo the, just dance? He's doing the awkward white guy dance. Yeah. Thing, like, <laughs> Did Zemo just... Okay. You looked like uh, McGuire from uh, Spider-Man Billy 3. McGuire? No. Uh, or Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire. Sorry, they, they say Billy 3. McGuire, and they um, edit that dance into like all these movies. Oh, One yeah. time it was Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan versus him. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but, uh, yes, his uh, Saturday Night Fever down the street. And it's like, yeah. I was yeah. afraid something like this was going to happen. All right. So then we're going to split it up between uh, Nagel's lab and... Sharon's butt kickery. Yes. <laughs> Which was my favorite line from Raya in The Last Dragon. Butt kickery? Yep. Because it's said by Wong. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Benedict Wong, he does the voice of one of the characters. Uh, butt kickery. I too want to join this band of butt kickery. That's <laughs> like, ah, that's great. I'm going to use that from now on. Um, so they. Sharon goes up to him after we see Zemo dancing and says, hey, she's got connections. I found Nagel. Yeah, they're trying to find him. Um, so we'll split it up into the two different sections. I know they, they go back and forth. Oh, Sam promised to um, get her back to the States. Yes, in, in exchange for her help, he's going to get her a pardon. Yes. He's going to clear her name back in the States. Because uh, she doesn't trust charity. You're pretending like you can clear my name? <laughs> so I, come on, I'm an Avenger. Still work with the government. I got this. Uh, no, you yes. don't got this because no. everybody believes that you broke him. You broke Zemo out of prison. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we uh, do we want to stop right here for yeah. this episode yeah, and let's... move on to the next one? Yeah. All right, guys. We're halfway through the episode. We'll, we'll so. be back in part two as soon as I can see where the cursor is on in front of my computer. <laughs> Uh, it's doing a funky little thing. It's a little far away. All right, we'll see you next time. See you.